Congress. All right. They also said I'd never walk again, so that was like a chore. Um, all right. Today, welcome, coaches. Thanks for the invite. My, um, I got to get used to calling these guys by their last names. Mr. Carlson, uh, Mr. Wilbur, Mr. Burris, etc. Uh, today, I want to talk a little bit about being a champ. And when I got diagnosed, I had a Harvard, I went to the best guy in the world, and I have exactly what Steve Jobs had. So you can't really buy your way out of it, you know, it's tricky, it's a tricky cancer. So can everybody hear me okay? All right. So I went to one of the best guys in the world, he was Harvard educated, and he told me, if you're lucky, because I said, I love skiing. Uh, I, love, I love the mountains, I love skiing. And he said, if you're lucky, you might have one ski day left in the tank for you. And I've skied about 30 days since then. Now, I've had, as time went on, I actually went to go see Steve Jobs' doctor directly because uh, things are, you know, it was getting difficult. And Steve's guy is the best guy in the world, so I flew to Florida. And he told me I had two months to live. And that was about four years ago. And so some of the things that I'm going to talk about today are about how to be a champ. And it's in sports directly, but the stuff that I learned and the stuff that I got to try out in high school inside athletics, I believe is what's kept me alive because I've used the same principles that helped me. You know, I was a freshman basketball player and I went to uh, Coach Olson, who was a first year coach, and I said, Coach, I want to play varsity basketball. Now, there hadn't been a freshman who had played varsity basketball in a decade. I mean, I, nobody did it. It just didn't happen. And he said, no, yeah, you're not going to do that. And I said, well, what, what, what would I have to do to show you that I am going to do that? And he said, well, you'd have to talk to the athletic directors and the coaches and all these things. And so I met with all, uh, Mr. Paytner, uh, the athletic director, all the coaches, and they said, okay, you can try out. And Coach O said, well, I'll let you try out, but I hope you don't make it, okay? And uh, Coach O reluctantly took me on the team and then I was sixth man by Christmas. And then we went to the state tournament four straight years in a row. We won uh, one of those state tournaments against an undefeated team. And my point is, I used a lot of these determination strategies to go forward in life. And I started a business and Really, I had somewhere around 0% support, 
right around there. And it was in like 2007, qualified for welfare. We qualified for welfare for five years. And I started this business because I was just sick of being broke. And anyway, I'd made, uh, I've made about 20 million bucks since that business. <clears throat> and that was a few years ago. And while I was sick, they said, you shouldn't work. They said, you should quit working. You're not going to have the energy for it. And I just got awarded another um, plaque from a prestigious internet, whatever, for, uh, <laughs> for creating another million-dollar sales letter. So you know those things on online that you watch and then you buy at the end? Uh, I created a, I've created several of them, but I created another million-dollar one while I was half dead. So all that said, don't believe most of the negativity and don't believe most of, uh, I didn't believe anybody. I didn't believe the Harvard guy. He's Harvard. I probably should have believed him. He said, quit work, you're gonna die in two months. I just didn't believe him. That's smart wisdom, it's not. But it was how I did it. So here's how I'm working with chance. I'm using an acronym, so you guys know what that is? C equals something, and then H equals something, and then A, M, P. So C, so this is how to be a champ according to me this afternoon in 15 minutes of scribbling on this piece of paper. Okay? I was up all... No, I wasn't. All right, so C, now, and I'm not expecting, I'm not foolish enough to think anyone would keep notes here because who are we kidding? But I want you to try to lodge some of this in your mind, okay? C stands for cinema of the mind. There is a mind movie, okay, that you play before every season and before every game. You have a mind movie. And you can either project with your imagination, which is the most powerful thing you possess. It is one of God's greatest gifts to you, is your imagination. And here's a little tip with your imagination. If you tend to be regret-based, and you have regrets, and you are a little bit more on... Well, okay, so if you can tend to go that way with regrets. But then you can also tend to do anxiety. Anxiety people tend to be forward-thinking. Fear and regret people tend to be past-thinking. The imagination tilts in one way or the other. You get to set the tilt of your imagination to fear. And all fear is is the misuse of your imagination. It is the corruption of your imagination. If I were to listen to Dr. Harvard, and he says two months, stop working, your eyes are going to go yellow, and you're going to die, and you're not going to have the energy to work or ski, 
and I allowed my imagination to start seeing and visualizing those things, what I did instead was in the cinema of my mind, I saw myself becoming a better skier than I'd ever become before. And I was just hitting the Whistler Glacier, uh, Glacier last year. And Whistler's up in where Sean White won his, uh, one of his golds. And I'm now a way better skier than I ever was. They said, quit work because you're not going to have energy. I've had best-selling books since then and that little million-dollar award since then. It's because if I tilted my imagination in the cinema of my mind towards fear, you tend to manifest that. You tend to create that in your life. If you tilt it towards your dreams and towards everything you want, you will not get everything you want. But you will stand a much better chance of getting everything you want. Does that make sense? Boys, you hearing me? You guys vibing on me? You picking up what I'm saying? This is the good stuff. That's C. Okay, H for champ is hours of obsession. If you're going to be an athlete, there's hours of obsession. And these aren't the half-baked hours. So when you come, Coach O, one of the best things he ever taught was he said, when you come to practice, if you have drama with your girlfriend, if your grades are crap, if yada, 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 he says you leave that at the gym door and you practice as hard as you can here. And you get to pick it all up again. And that's how you have to function with life. I remember one time I was going in to an important CPA meeting and mom called and she said, we're rushing me to Rochester because my eye was, your eye was hanging on by a thread or some weird thing and you might go blind. And this was like 30 seconds before I entered the CPA meeting. That was an important meeting. And I was with my apprentice, and he was just like, whoa. He was freaking out. And I said, I will deal with this the second I get out of this meeting. But I went to the meeting, and I was fully in the meeting. And so obsessive hours, when you're working, obsess on your work. When you're playing, obsess on your playing. When you're at your bachelor parties coming up and it's party time because you're celebrating your marriage, obsess on the party. <laughs> Not on your schoolwork that you got in the midterm coming up after that weekend. Do you see what I'm saying? It's living in the moment. Living right now and living with everything you have in this moment. Do you understand me? Nod at me if you get me on that. Everything you got in this moment, if you live your life like that, you will be a champ automatically. So C stood for cinema of the mind. H was hours of obsession, not half-baked hours. Because you can half-bake your 
practice hours. You can half-bake your studies. You can half-bake your brain. You can half-bake a lot of things. And then you end up kind of baked. But there's a better way to live. And that life is in obsessive hours. Now, it doesn't mean you're obsessing at all times. It means when it's time to show up, you're obsessed in that moment. Do you get what I'm saying? Do you guys think I'm anywhere but in this room right now? I'm thinking a little a bit about the Houston Rockets Warriors game coming up. That's at 8 o'clock. It's got a little bit of me, but not much. But by and large, I am 1,000% here, 1,000% for you, 1,000% right now. And that's an hour of obsession, maybe 20 minutes of obsession, because we're already on A, okay? C-H-A stands for all-around athlete. If you want to get good at one sport, get better at another sport. It's like NFL ballerinas. Have you guys heard of them? ton of NFL ballerinas. The more cross-pollination, the more cross-learning, the more multitude of coaches you have, the more modalities and the more tricks and the more competitive edges you have to bring to your game. So I do want to encourage you to try. You might have not thought of trying out for track. Just try. My junior year, there was a girl I liked, Summer Clevin. Remember Summer? She was great. <laughs> and uh, I kind of liked her, and she was in high jump. and So I thought I'd be in high jump. And I'd like to say it was for any other reason, but it, there was no other reason. And uh, I asked her to prom, and she said yes, and then I cleared the highest practice uh, personal best at that practice but anyway jumped as high as I could after she said yes I was right when I was taken off I said hey do you want to go to prom she goes yep and then I take off and you know, so, so and that's the secret strategy for you but uh, but anyway I just tried it and then I think for a while, I was number like 49 in Central's all-time track points because I did the high jump too. Nobody had ever done or the uh, pole vault and nobody like who pole vaults. Is anyone pole vaults in here? <laughs> like you're it. Like we're it. Okay, there's a couple of us. But uh, so like nobody entered these pole vault com competitions. So I'd always get all the points. But anyway, but if you just want to try basketball, you might be amazing. I didn't play football till my junior year. My first year of football after Coach Carlson in seventh grade, I quit football. And I just decided I'd try it my junior year. And I was getting scholarship offers by my senior year to play football. Because I just tried it. And uh, Brooksy Bollinger and I had a state record for the longest reception, I think, 
um, in the semifinals. Coaches, you might be able to call my BS on this. But uh, it was like 80-yard bomb that Brooksy threw me, and I was third option. But anyway, so we had like a state record, and football was one of the greatest experiences of my life, and that coaching staff was absolutely epic. And some of my best friends, you want to know who some of my best friends are today? You want to know who comes and sees me in the hospital when it gets really bad and I'm in the hospital for a week or two? It's my teammates. It's my baseball teammates. It's my basketball teammates. It's my football teammates. It's my coaches. There's a bigger game going on than just track and field. There's a bigger game going on than volleyball. It's sisterhood. Don't you feel it? That's the game. Volleyball fades, sisterhood is forever. All right. Brotherhood is the same thing. You want to know who your best friends, your best men, all that jazz? Those are usually your hockey boys. And that's the way it should be. And you carry those friends for the rest of your life. And they carry you the rest of your life. All right. We are now on, so all around athlete, the idea is you want to get better at one sport, try another sport. You might learn extra focus and chill your ADD through playing golf, which will make you focus better on the basketball court. There's just all sorts of neurological games that happen when you play multiple sports. M, motivation. Here's the deal. Raise your hand if you've seen Hoosiers. Gosh, I'm old. Anybody? Oh. Oh, my gosh. Like the basketball movie? No. I like you, kid. You saw the show. Stand up. You saw the show. Give this kid a hand. He's seen the show. You are an old soul, my friend. Well, anyway, it was about a bunch of white honkies beating these big city guys in basketball. And we were just these white, short guys. And we won the state championship against, I think it was an all-black, one white starter they maybe had. And they were good. And they were, they were way better than us, weren't they? I mean, if we played them 10 times, they'd win nine. But we watched Hoosiers. <laughs> and we got motivated. And we, we would watch motivational movies. And we'd do stuff like that. And we'd listen to our little Snoop Dogg. That's who, who, it's who was hot in those days. And we'd wear a Snoop Dogg and think we were just really cool and get pumped up and get to the games. But we, were, we stayed motivated. We talked about the state championship all year long. We talked about the state football championship all year long, the state basketball championship all year long. As a team, we stayed motivated and we talked sports and we projected winning into our future. 
And guess what? We won a lot. Finally, we got cinema of the mind. We got hours of obsession. We got all-around athlete. We got motivation. And P, finally, it stands for pride. Uh, Brooksy Bollinger, raise your hand if you're familiar with who he is. He's a kind of a legend around here. He played some sports. and uh, He was Gatorade football. Gatorade football player of the year. It's kind of a big deal. Well, I go, I go, he goes to Wisconsin, which is a pretty big school. I think he got freshman of the year. I go to one of his games, and it was a Big Ten game. It was a huge game. I show up at his apartment before the game. He raises his Wisconsin shirt, and he's wearing a Grand Forks Central shirt under it. And he goes, Hove, I always represent. We carry this school with us. We represent this school. So you guys, when you put on the jersey, when you put on Grand Forks Central, you're putting on a legacy. This town is awaiting the next heroes. It's awaiting the next surprise team. And you could be celebrated for decades. I still have people come up to us in the bar, all over the state, not the bar, the church. I'm at church. (laughs) Or the orphanage or whatever. And uh, people will come up and say, I remember where I was when you guys beat mine on. I remember where I was. They'll tell me who they were with. So the next minting of heroes is in this room the next great teams are in this room now you can take some of these little tricks and principles and ideas of being a champ and kind of tattoo them on your heart think about them and go be that champ on that next great team coaches thanks for the invite go Grand Fork Central